Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. This is the Creative Collaboration Show with Chuck Anderson, and this is the show that's all about uh, helping you in your business and your career take that to the next level, whatever that is and what that means for you. And, you know, a big part of running a company or managing a team is the dynamics of, you know, the, the relationships that we have with our team members, uh, in terms of productivity and how we get along and, uh, you know, and, and all of that. And when we're dealing with other humans, there can be the imperfect side of that. And, and so today's guest is an expert in that. We have Orville Ingram here with me today. And uh, he is, uh, he, you know, he's been mentored by John Maxwell. If anyone here is familiar with John Maxwell and the, their team of consultants, uh, he uh, is extremely knowledgeable uh, and uh, just just a fun guy to be around. So, Orville, welcome to oh. the show. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Chuck. Um, it's it's uh, quite a pleasure to be here. Thank you. And I know uh, it's been quite some time. Uh, we've been wanting to do this for a while, and you and I have known each other for several months now and uh, have been working together in other capacities. So we've gotten, gotten a chance to know each other, and now I, mm -hmm. I, I want to share you with everyone else uh, in our world and in our community. So um, I think a great place to start, Orville, is, you know, I always do the light introduction, but, you know, you introduce you. T tell a little bit, tell everyone a little bit more about you and kind of what you do, and that'll be the launching pad for our conversation. Yeah, uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Chuck. Um, well, uh, my name is Orville Ingram, and I am the founder and CEO of um, Ingram Educational Consulting. Um, we are, uh, you know, um, a, you know, minority-owned business that specialize in leadership training, uh, coaching, and development. Um, really targeting and focusing on on the underrepresented um, groups of leaders but really um, want to focus on individuals who are leading teams. So um, that's um, that's what I do. I'm a certified coach um, with the John Maxwell team, um, speaker, trainer, and um, a uh, DEIB advocate. Mm -hmm. So what, uh, I, I think a great follow-up question, what, what, prompted you to go this direction i know you do you know you you work with leaders and specific you know and and i think you know to a to a more specific degree minority leaders but also you know with, with your connection with the john maxwell team what 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 was the origin story of this how how did it come to be that you're doing this work funny enough well you know I, i've been in educational leadership for about 15 years now okay. and um as an educational leader I spend much of my time working with um, school administrators and I've also worked with individuals in the corporate world. And um, for a number of years, I, you know, I did that work and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed working with um, small groups of, um, you know, school administrators, leading them, helping them build their teams so that they can become productive and also effective teams. But, um, but around 2018, I decided that I wanted to uh, branch out and started my own company. And I started Ingram Educational Consulting. And during that time of building, 
And this is a part that, you know, in the, you can't do anything by yourself. I, while I was building it, I had a business coach who had mentioned the John Maxwell team as a resource. And I said, well, I know the John Maxwell team because I read all of his books, you know, while I was going through my leadership training and work, I knew of his work. So uh, she connected me to someone who was um, certified by the John Maxwell team. And lo and behold, I became certified that same year. So um, I've been a part of the the, the John Maxwell team um, since 20, um, 2022, but I have been in business since 2018. So I, I love this work. And because of the, the, the transformative nature of it, to see individuals um, in leadership and working with their teams and helping them to build capacity within their teams, I can, I, I, you, you get the sense of um, gratitude to know that you are, you know, creating this transformation within people. Mm, I love that. And uh, so you're working with leaders who have teams and, and, and I think, you know, predominantly teams, what are some of the challenges that you are mm. either hearing or that these leaders are facing with their teams that, uh, either are you know are they coming to you for help or or are you helping to identify these problems? But what are some of the challenges that they are experiencing with their teams? Uh, well, most of the the challenges that are coming up for our team members is that you know disengagement. You have a lot of individuals within teams that are not happy, <laughs> and the reason for that mainly is because people are not connected. People don't understand the leadership. That um, you know of the of the of the manager, they they don't understand what the vision is. They don't understand what the purpose of the the what where they're going. So there's a lot of disconnect. Um, you know, also you you have people who become not only disengaged but frustrated, and then when they start getting frustrated, then they stop working, they stop producing, and if they're not producing for your business, then clearly you're not making profits. So a part of my work is to ensure that you have people who are engaged and people who are actually producing so that you can be profitable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that, you know, what, what kind of size of teams are we talking about here? Are these small teams, large teams? I mean, what are, what are you seeing? Um, most of the teams that I work with uh, could stem from anywhere from five people to 50. And that is, uh, you know, a normal team that I would work with. Uh, oftentimes we work with them um, as a, a whole team. And sometimes we, you know, depending on the type of work, we may end up working with some of them in um, small cohorts or one-on-one -on -one if the needs be. But uh, for the most part, five to 50 team members we work with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, is there a, the right time for a leader to sort of look for outside mm -hmm. help. So like bringing someone like you in, is it, I mean, I would imagine a lot of it is reactionary. So like I'm having this problem, please help yes. versus proactive. Yes. Like I want to avoid problems. So I'm going to bring <laughs> you in. Uh, what, yeah. what, what, what are you noticing there? Well, one of the things I believe is that um, people have to be proactive and you don't want to be reactionary because the fact of the matter is that once you start reacting to a problem, maybe it's so long gone. You want to be proactive. Um, there is, uh, you know, the, a need for leaders to really 
not only develop themselves, uh, but also develop the team members, um, you know, on, on in their in their in their care. By developing their team members and constantly engaging them, you're going to have a more productive team. So it is important that you are not re responding to uh, something that happened in the team. Maybe um, you start having a mass exodus because members of your team are not um, satisfied with what's happening or doesn't understand the mission. You may have frustration over a change in management or a change in the organizational structure. You may have um, people who are disengaged because the, the the profitability of the company is not there and they're not you know, feeling a part of it, a part of the, the, the resource that's there. And also, you know, we are individuals. We need to be personally and professionally developed. And a part of what we need is to feel a sense of purpose. So um, we want to be proactive in ensuring that we are addressing those needs of our team members. And by bringing in someone in like me early so that we can provide that support, then you have a solid team so you don't have to respond to negativity or to something that may happen later on. Yeah, I love that. And and I think in a perfect world, we'd all be proactive and, and try to avoid <laughs> certain situations. But I mean, I think the reality is that so many people are motivated by a today problem. I mean, mm -hmm. something that, you know, some sort of a trigger or an event yeah. that just happened. I mean, what are, what, what are you, uh, what are you hearing from leaders who are in that, in that category where they're, they're reaching out to you because they're reacting. It's like, Hey, this is happening right now. What are some of those? What are some of those things? Well, some of the things that um that people are responding to, and and we're living in a world where a lot of things are happening right now, and um, as one of the things that's coming up more often is around diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, companies are struggling to really get a grip on how do they articulate the mission around um diversity, equity, and inclusion. And by 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 having that um, that that the challenge that exists, they are looking for support. They're looking for people who have the expertise who can come in and support their team members. But they're also looking for people who can really uh, have the conversation that they cannot have. And the reality is that we are in a space where. There are civil rights issues happening. Um, there are diversity and equity and inclusion. There are a lot of things happening where it's in society, but it's filtering into the workplace. And if we don't get a grip on it and acknowledge it, the mental health issues of our um, team members is a, is a, a big, big part of it. And companies are also struggling to try to figure out how do we satisfy the full spectrum of our team members. We have diverse team members from, you know, that are from different generation, different um, religion, sexual orientation, race, color, creed, religion. So they have that. They're, they're trying to figure out a way to satisfy all the needs of people on their team. So you need someone who obviously have not only the skill sets, but also the word all to come in and to really assess and to help your team members um, you know, understand who they are, how to work together, and also to, to grow together. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's that's extremely powerful. So what? Uh, yeah. So let's say anyone listening in right now who might be experiencing some of these things with their teams. Yeah. I mean, you know, what, what what is some of your advice for them? Like, what are you recommending that leaders do? I, you know, maybe first on the reactive side, like when some of these problems happen, what do you do? Yeah. And then also, what do you do to prevent it? Well, Chuck, um, the reality is that most people are reactive. But so I want to go to the reactive side first because that's 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 what happened. Uh, when 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 you get to a stage where you recognize that something is wrong, or you become aware of an issue within your team, the dysfunctionality of your team, disengagement, you want to make sure that you respond to that. It is important that you don't take it for granted and not respond because. The fact that you're responding tells me that you are aware, and that's a good thing of a leader to have that awareness. Um, so that is a good thing for us to come in and do an assessment. Um, one of the things that we do is not only team assessment, but also individual assessment. Um, may use assessment tools like the DISC assessment to assess individuals and their communication styles, personality styles, and how that works into the full dynamic of the team. So when we recognize the issues, we come in and we try to figure out what can we do to ensure that individuals are um, feel you know connected, but they're also connected to their team members. Um, on the proactive side, they can certainly um, take steps to ensure that their team members are always engaged and they're always developing. You don't want you want to get to a stage where you are always asking your team members, what can I do differently? What can I do better? How can I make sure that you feel a part of this team? When they feel connected, they're going to respond accordingly and you're go they're going to grow. So bringing in you know someone like me, to um, not you know assess, do surveys, uh, develop um, training programs for your team, workshops, retreats to ensure that you have a cohesive team. That will definitely prevent some of the um, pitfalls later on and the frustrations that might come with uh, team dynamics. Well, I'm sure the timing of some of these challenges are not ideal. I mean, there's no perfect time. No, no, but. But you know, it's like, let's say you're 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 on a very big project, and yeah. you know there's tight deadlines, and and you know that's the last time the last time you want to have your team, <laughs> uh, you know, explode or implode or you mm -hmm. know, um, and and because that's where you need everybody at their best. And I love what yeah. you said is that it's really about you know developing you know, in developing individuals, like we all yeah. grow mm -hmm. as individuals, mm -hmm. but we also grow together as a team uh, and all of the various skills, you know, that, that, that help uh, with that. And so, you know, uh, and it's not just how do we get the most out of ourselves, but how do we, how do we grow? Like who, who yes. are we becoming as, as, and who do we need to become? Right. Absolutely. 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 I was just um, thinking about, um, you know, the idea of when we talk about, you know, leadership and leading a team and, um, you know, you know, we know that everything rises and falls on leadership. 
And if leaders are not aware of their team and themselves, then you're going to have these pitfalls. You're going to have these issues. So um, the goal is to just make sure that you are constantly locked into what's happening. You're constantly surveying your team. You're constantly asking for feedback, making sure that team members are on board with mission, the vision, and the products that you are uh, producing. Um, you want to make sure that they are aware of what's often the changes that might be coming, because oftentimes people become different, feel disenfranchised or feel upset about changes that are made that they weren't a part of or they are you know, blindsided by it. So leaders can take proactive steps to ensure that team members are in the loop and they feel connected to um, each other within the team members. Yeah. And, you know, in order to do that, I mean, I mean, the theme of this show is, you know, creative collaborations. And, mm -hmm. and I, what I hear you describing is a very collaborative process. I mean, as yeah. a leader, we have to, you know, have these types of collaborative relationships with the members of our team so that yeah. we, we are Absolutely. able to communicate. So mm -hmm. we are able to check in and, and do all of these things. So, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So what is that? So what, what I mean, what does collaboration look like maybe for, for the <laughs> leaders that you work with and, and, you know, what, what are some uh, of your, what's some of your advice there? Um, when it comes to collaboration, I think the most important thing is to understand what, what's, what's in it for, not only for you, but um, for the other person or the other um, entity that you're collaborating with. Um, you know, we have to be selfless about um, our collaboration. Uh, what I find um, most time is that not only companies, but, you know, you have small businesses that um, they're competing with each other. And if they can only find a way to not compete, but find a way to collaborate, they'll get more out of that and it will be more impactful in terms of collaboration. Um we all we all can sell the same product, but at the same time we can uh, find a way to impact the you know our individual audience. So collaboration for me is really around looking at what 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 is it that um, will be beneficial not only to me but also to the other person and the impact that it will make. So collaboration is key in this um you know this business world. Mm -hmm. And I know there's all sorts of different leadership styles. I mean, some are more, you know, yeah. a, a, you know, have more authority and use that authority yeah. in terms of uh, dictating outcomes yeah. and 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 tasks and deliverables and all of those things. And you know, a collaborative approach is 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 one where you know it's we're not telling our teams everything they need to do, but we're really yeah. working with our teams. And so. Mm -hmm. um, you know, is there anything you're noticing to in terms of leadership styles that kind of, you know, uh, that maybe either are contributing to the problem or 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 proactively you know, preventing yeah. these types of problems? Um, well, you know, there, there, there are different uh, levels of leadership and um, we we don't want to uh, people grow along the different levels of leadership. And if they, uh, you know, depending on, on, on um, you'll have someone who is more authoritative in their approach, 
that person more than likely is not going to be very collaborative. They, that's going to be a, like a top-down leadership style. Mm -hmm. So you just want to tell your team members what they need to do and they, you expect them to do it without much pushback. That is not going to get much traction. You need uh, someone who is, you know, certainly looking for at, at leadership from the perspective of, you know, servant leadership. I'm here to serve you. And you will do the work because you are feeling impacted by it and they will serve you well. Servant leadership gets more done and get, gets, gets more people to do work in a manner that is going to be not only collaborative, but even more impactful. So um, top-down leadership does not work. Servant leadership does. Mm, I love that. Well, speaking of collaboration, I think one of the yeah. one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on this show is because you yourself are, is a, is a great person to partner with and to collaborate with, and to sure. be a resource with anyone who uh, either is struggling with their team or is looking to be proactive with their team. And I know that there's leaders out there who have embraced self growth and personal development. And, you know, I know that's a lot of what the Maxwell philosophy is. I know that's what a lot of your philosophy is. You know, we grow ourselves in order to get a better result. And we can't always force people on our team to do what we want them to do, but we can, us ourselves, we can learn to grow and become more influential. And I like to be the kind of leader that people want to work with and not it's like oh god here he comes again right and so <laughs> it's like here we go um so you know maybe share a little bit about how you know what is that approach and what are some of the next steps for leaders listening in in terms of you know working with you and some of the steps that you'll take together well um some of those steps that they can take is certainly first and foremost to reach out and um schedule a call with me so we can discuss and, and create a strategic plan of action for you. Uh, let's talk about what are some of the issues that you're experiencing on your team. That's one of the first thing. In order for us to really have a collaborative effort, we need to be open and receptive to support. And if a, if a, if a leader can decide, can become aware of an issue and or wanna grow their team, by all means, um, let's have a call. Let's have a um, a strategy call, and um, we can definitely talk about that and see how I can help. Mm. That's, uh, I, I think, a really natural next step. And by the way, if you would like to connect with Orville, uh, and you're watching this on video, uh, I've got all of his contact information and all of his links right beneath this video. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, of course, you're going to find everything all right there as well. And I know from time to time you have workshops and things going on. We'll, we'll, we'll link to everything there. But, you know, really the best thing to do is just get on a call uh, and, 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 and discuss it uh, directly. I always think taking that direct approach is, 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 is the best way, right? And so... Um, Absolutely. So any, anything else, any other tips or advice you want to kind of add to leaders in, in, uh, that are listening in right now that uh, in, in terms of growing themselves and working with their teams and just anything that we've talked about so far? 
think um my one of my you know I would it's not it's not not my final advice but advice to leaders is is to embrace leadership and embrace the journey with humility and openness. It's not it's not a finality when you become the owner of a business or you're leading a team. You always have to be willing to grow and to recognize that effective leadership in diverse environments is um, a continuous process. So, um, you know, leaders just need to be uh, very open, receptive, um, embrace it with humility and just, um, you know, try to adapt and understand. Uh, so that's 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 what I would suggest for leaders to do. That way they'll have a more collaborative team and a team that is effective and profitable. Mm, yeah, I love that. Uh, is there any particular, you know, personal growth? Uh, I mean, in terms of skill development or, mm -hmm. you know, things that uh, leaders should really look towards developing in themselves or growing in themselves that that are, you know, probably yeah. common to most leaders that mm -hmm. would really help with this? Yeah, well, you know, um, the, one of the things is that you have to be very self-aware and, um, one of, you know, you know, as a leader, you need to be uh, aware of your own leadership styles. And in order to do that, you need to be aware of your own, you know, strengths, your challenges. Uh, one of the ways we do that um, at Ingram Educational Consulting is to use our DISC assessment. Um, so, you know, but leaders just need to understand their strength. Um, I would also recommend uh, some books that they could use um, to start their journey. Um, one of the ones that I really like um, is um, Mindset, um, The New Psychology of um, Success by Carol Dweck. I think that's a great book to kind of develop that mindset of understanding uh, what it means to have a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And I think Carol Dweck does a really good job in kind of um, you know making that distinction and providing resource. Um, another one um, I think "Dare to Lead" by um, Brené Brown. I think that's a great book for leaders to really um, dive into and really just kind of like suck up all the resources and to help them to just become better leaders and 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 become um, a leader that is really uh, uh, you know focused and. Um, you know, inclusive in their in their in their practice. So that's the, those are two books I would recommend, and also to be very self aware. Though mm. so I love those recommendations, uh, not only because they're good recommendations, but I've read them both. So <laughs> <laughs> good, uh, good, mindset good. was, I would say, yeah. very eye opening. It was, uh, you know, and it it gave me a lot of insight yeah. as to uh, how the learning styles work and also the personality mm -hmm. styles. And it gave me great insight at any yeah. client or team member that I've ever had a challenge with. I yeah. instantly go, Oh, okay. Uh, that, mm -hmm. you know, first of all, do I have a growth mindset or, uh, or fixed mindset right, and right. any times I had maybe conflict or maybe we didn't work together as well. And there could have been that growth mindset mm -hmm. versus fixed mindset. Uh, at play yeah. as well and it was just, just even in my kids right and so and then how do I nurture you know how do I nurture the growth and stuff so I I really yeah. 
Really appreciate that book and uh, Dare to Lead. I mean, anything by Brene Brown. I mean, she's just <laughs> she's just uh, absolutely amazing, and uh, I just find her extremely inspirational uh, in terms yes. of uh, and down to earth too, um, because it, she she's not perfect, and she'll tell you that in her book. I mean, so much of it is from her journey and through some of the mistakes that she has made. And I think that's sometimes what happens when we when we have mentors and we learn from other leaders is that we put them on, uh, on a pedestal and it's like, oh, yeah, you have all your stuff together. But Brene is just so real <laughs> with yeah, she's authentic. And, you know, you you can put them on a pedestal, but you have to remember that they do wrong or they do um, make mistakes. And she has um, demonstrated that, you know, um, you have to be authentic and be real about what you're talking about so that people can actually see themselves in what you're, um, you know, uh, you know, providing them with. So um, I like, I like her for that. And I just, um, but you know, I would be remiss if I did not mention one book that I have read so many times over and it provides me the, the, it's like a roadmap to personal growth. And it's um, the 15 invaluable laws of growth by John Maxwell, because that's a book that I use not only in trainings, but also in my coaching. And I know that it's one of the books that I really um, enjoy and tap into all the time because it it gives you such a, um, a wealth of information on how to really develop yourself as, from a personal level so you can move into that professional uh, space more authentically. Well, I have the links to all these books here beneath the video and in, and in the podcast show notes. I have not read that particular book from John. I mean, John has so many books that oh. it's going to take me a while to get through all of them. Uh, the lot. one I read was uh, Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Learn. Sometimes You Learn, yep. And uh, which is an amazing, uh, an amazing book, especially... Yes. Uh, for those of you know those who uh, hate to lose, <laughs> uh, great right. book for that. Um, yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I won't ruin the surprise. And or you know, actually, you'll learn it in the first chapter. Really, what he's talking about. Yes, you about do. There. Yes, you do. And yeah. I have the kids' version too, because I have the book. The, I have the adult version, the teenage version, and the kid version. So oh, I have wow. all three. Yeah. So oh, really I'm gonna have to check book. those out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Not that my three. kids will read any of the things that I recommend, but uh, <laughs> I'm definitely going to check it out. Absolutely. So, but they're great books. Yeah, they are. So, Orville, thank you so much. I mean, this has been, you know, uh, a great time well spent. I mean, you've been uh, generous with your, uh, you know, content and your advice. And and I think, you know, th what I really like about you is that you're very authentic and real when 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 we're working together. And, uh, and I know that's what people will come to uh, experience when they reach out to you as well. And, you know, uh, again, if you're still listening to us, uh, link is right beneath this video. Go book a, a, a time to speak with Orville. And, uh, you know, whether you end up working together or not, there's going to be some great insights from a, a, a very, um, I would say, generous and kind and giving man uh, who can help you uh, in so many ways. Um, so as, as we bring this episode to a close, Orville, I just want to again say thank you. And uh, if you had uh, any last words of wisdom or piece of advice for our listeners as we end this episode. Well, one, the, the last thing I would want to say is just to, um, just to be um, so self-aware 
that you become even more authentic with your team. Understand that leadership is not a one-stop shop. It's a journey. Um, embrace it and embrace it with humility. So I, I love working with leaders. I love working with teams. And I look forward to hearing from you, um, you know, that call. And then we can have a conversation in how we can make you make you and your team better. Mm, excellent. Well, let's make you and your team better. I think excellent words to end this episode by. Uh, so thank you to our audience. Thank you, Orville. Uh, and I just want to say, you know, make sure that this has been time well spent for you. Uh, go ahead and take something that you learned here today and take action on it today. Maybe it's some of the advice that Orville has shared. Maybe it's just a book, a call with him. Do something, take some positive action towards the outcome that you you uh, that you want. And remember, keep moving forward despite the things that happen. And you might just be one good collaboration or partnership away from you know the results and the outcome that you want to uh, generate. And and that's really why we do this. So in the meantime, uh, thank you, and uh, be sure to check out our future episodes. And uh, have a great time and uh, keep moving forward, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much for um, having me. Bye-bye.